0: Assalamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. And a very warm welcome to the fifth and final episode that we're doing here in this countdown series to the month of Ramadan, where we have been going over some very significant Ramadan du'as. We have been over, Allahumma dallighna Ramadan, Oh Allah, make us reach the month of Ramadan. We've been over a du'a for the suhoor, a du'a for the iftar, a du'a, a du'a for asking Allah to accept our different kinds of ibadah from us. And then here we're going to go over a very famous du'a which um, which we have all heard in the month of Ramadan, especially in our tarawih. Um, yes, and this is one which we particularly hear um, in the last ten nights of the month of Ramadan, as we um, as we seek out um, Laylatul Qadr in the hopes that we can gain its reward. So, what do we hear the Imam say? We hear the Imam say, "Allahumma innaka 'afoon, tuhibul 'afwa anna sometimes you might hear it in the first person if you in the in the singular rather if um, if it's one person making dua for themselves you might hear allahumma innaka tuhibbul you know you, you might hear that but uh, most of the time when we're making this dua in congregation then um then then you hear it in the plural anna so let's do a walkthrough of this inshallah so allahumma this is i think the third time we've seen allahumma and it's a way that we simply call out to Allah innaka we have seen inna before actually we have seen inni we've seen indeed i but this is inna excuse me ka. this is indeed you you are al-afu al-afu in this exact kind of um, kind of form uh, is one of Allah's names actually um, and al-afu is pardoning so al-afu when Allah uses that term for himself it is him being the pardoner um yeah, sometimes when we translate these things into English, we get a bit mixed up between like accepting of tawbah, accepting of repentance. Um, al- we get mixed up between al-afoo and al-ghafoor um, and al tawwab and things like that. So al tawwab is the one who accepts the tawbah, accepts the repentance. Um, when Allah is al-ghafoor, use that name for him, it's the forgiver. He, he's literally forgiven, forgiving. But um, it's a bit different to accept repentance and to forgive. I suppose the repentance is is also the changing of your actions as well as the asking for the forgiveness for them, but um, but the arfu is when Allah is um, is pardoning rather than which is kind of different to accepting repentance and to forgiving. To pardon somebody is um, forgiving. I suppose. I'm just talking in English context now. I'm not referencing how the Arabic, um, how the scholars of the Arabic language have defined these. But purely in an English context, we can appreciate them a little bit, how they're different. So when you pardon someone, you don't, you, it doesn't mean that you've forgotten what they've done wrong. You've just pardoned them for it. So it's not that Allah will forget or wipe out what we've done wrong. Or it's not that we are trying to trying to delude ourselves into thinking we haven't done something wrong. But we're asking Allah's pardon for it. You are the pardoner, O oh Allah. Oh Allah, indeed you are, you are a pardoner, you are the one who pardons. Sometimes you hear kareemon after this, Allahumma innaka afoon, Karimun. you are, you are the pardoner, you are, you are pardoning and noble, um, Karim is usually translated as noble. What else do we say about Allah, we say tuhibbu, tuhibbu is saying you love, I'm sure you guys have heard the word habib meaning like a darling or a, someone you love or if someone is mahbub it means they are loved. But this is actually from the verb ahabba It's a form four, but it's a doubled verb. So the ba on the end is doubled. So we end up with yuhibbu, for he loves, and tuhibbu, for you love. Oh Allah, verily, you are pardoning. You love al-afwa. You love the pardoning. You love to pardon. Fa'afu anna. So pardon about us. Okay, We don't say pardon about us in English, but we have anna. In, uh, in here, I mean th- this isn't the first time in this du'a series that we've seen examples of when verbs take prepositions which we in English don't necessarily use, like in a previous one that we did, we looked at the verb بِكَ أَمَنْتُ like when we use the verb آمَنَ to believe in English we believe in something, but in Arabic they believe by something, the verb bih meaning, the preposition bi meaning by really so that's kind of an explanation as to how we have Allahumma innaka إِنَّكَ عفون. oh Allah, you are. A pardoner. You love the pardoning. So pardon us. Um Yeah, Um Yeah, there's not a Well on the end of that, by the way. Sometimes the way we say it when we're making dua, we we lengthen just a dhamma on the end for some reason. Um I know the first few times I heard it, I thought it was Farfu Anna and there was like ooh, Anna. Um Yeah, um but but, but there isn't. anna yes um it's actually there is a dhamma on the end though although it's an imperative um, because the root letters of that are actually fair and well and we're shortening that well to a fa'fu. yeah um so the actual um the actual verb would be عفو. yeah um or or, or is it that, that sounds right much like the verb um like that a final weak verb in that kind of pattern so um, what I'd like you guys to do for your homework is for you to use a different one of Allah's names in there. So to make the same du'a, but to use a different one of Allah's names. I want you to do this, not to replace this du'a. This is this is a du'a that that is upheld and is um, you know and we're very familiar with it. Um I'm, I'm not I'm not saying it for that, but I'm saying it would be good practice of the Arabic language to practice replacing afu with another one of Allah's names, to change al-afwa for F- to take the same kind of principle and make the noun out of it and um, and instead of far, for as the imperative so pardon us um, to take a different one so do something else to us right? but coming from the one of Allah's names, so so for example I'll demonstrate this, what I'd like you to do with it and I'll use the name of Allah, Al-Aziz one of my brothers in law is called Abdul Aziz and Al-Aziz is one of Allah's names that I would very much like so instead of Al instead of Affu one, we could say Allahumma in the Kalaziz. You are the mighty in the Kalaziz. Tohibbul you love might. Fa'az, فأعز, Fa'azzana. So get so, so make us mighty. Allahumma in the Kalaziz or tohibbul Izzah, Fa'azzana. Oh Allah, you love, oh Allah, you are the mighty. You love might, so make us mighty. So, you could take any of Allah's names, pr- 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 well, m- many of them, May- maybe some of Allah's names, and, and, and <laughs> ones like that, maybe they don't fit this pattern so nicely. But if you can find a way to make one of Allah's other names, As-Salaam, al um Al-Fatah, um, um, you know, there's many of Allah's names which are Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, there's many of um, Allah's names which it would work well with. So, if you find a way to be able to do that and put that in the comment section below, that'd be really cool. So, just to summarize, Um, What this countdown series has been for, a little call to action for you guys to take some action on your own Arabic language learning journey and um, to make it count. And, uh, you know, to make this Ramadan the most productive and uh, most meaningful one you've ever had in terms of your relationship with the Qur'an. To summarize, we're doing a 30-day challenge for all students on the Arabic in 60 Steps program. It's a completely free extra for all of the students who join the program before the month of Ramadan. Every single day throughout the month of Ramadan, a new video will be released whereby I will explain the first ayah of every single juz. So it's not only a good way of launching your Arabic language studies or relaunching them, it's a good way of actually launching your reading of each juz every day, um, because you'll actually have an understanding of that first juz. So it'll be a very short video, inshallah, as we're doing them daily. Um, I don't want to make them unrealistic, I don't want to make it a one-hour seminar for myself or something. It'll be a short video covering the first ayah. And there'll also be an action point, much like like what we've done in this whole du'a series. There's been an action point for every single video. Go and find this from the Qur'an. Practice using this kind of structure. Refer to these steps in the program. And we kind of things like that in the comment section for other students to kind of comment on each other's examples and correct each other and stuff like that and have some discussions too and get that support from the community. And then at the end of the 30 days, there'll be an exam. So, yeah, this will be an exam that students will sit actually inside the portal. It will be available for maybe 24 hours and um, I'll make it available maybe the day before Eid we don't know exactly when Eid will be but we'll do it maybe for 24 hours before the day of Eid and you'll see how much you've benefited in that whole month so inshallah we can really make sure this is a month where you launch your Arabic language studies you do something meaningful you come out of the other other end of the month of Ramadan knowing you've learned a lot and you've got the satisfaction of completing a whole challenge and got a certificate for completing an Arabic study program throughout this blessed month so Hopefully, I see a load of you guys as new students on the Arabic in 60 Steps program. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.